0: The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by support from our sponsors, including media consultant Mike Schwager.
1: Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another change maker with champion of social good, Devon D. Thorpe.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Ormark on the World Show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. We're producing this episode for Good Crowd Info, and we're excited to have as our guest today, Andreas Karellis, who is the CEO, excuse me, the executive director and founder of Revolve, an organization that is uh, using crowdfunding to put solar on community uh, places. So, Andreas, thank you for joining us today. We're excited to hear about the great
2: work that you're doing. Thank you so much for having me, Devin. I really appreciate the opportunity.
0: Well, you know, you are really combining three of my favorite things. So it's like one giant happy sandwich, but you're you're combining crowdfunding and a solar power and community building all in one initiative. And And it's hard for me to think of something that would put together three more exciting things to me, but tell us about what you're doing. Give us Give us the mission and operational strategy for uh, Revolve to give us a foundation for our discussion.
2: That sounds great. Thanks so much, uh, Devin, for the kind words. Um, And I agree. uh, You know, our mission really is about giving people who care about clean energy, who want to see more clean energy in their community, the ability to take a simple action and have an impact. So through crowdfunding, anybody can contribute a few dollars and ask a few friends to do the same. And by doing so, we can really make tangible product projects in our community come, come to reality. Um, so that's really the first part of our mission, is, is giving people that sense of empowerment. Uh, the second is through our finance model. So we actually have developed an innovative finance model using a revolving fund, which we call the Solar Seed Fund. So what happens is that once we've crowdfunded a solar energy project through tax-deductible donations, We invest that money in a solar project for a community center. Those community centers are either nonprofit organizations or worker-owned cooperatives that serve their community. Uh, And the community centers save 15% or more on their electricity bill as they pay us back over 20 years through a solar lease agreement. And Revolve uses the solar lease payments that come to us each month to pay for future solar projects for other community centers. So it's a revolving fund that pays uh, for more and more solar, for more and more communities, uh, building momentum over time. And of course, the last piece of our mission is really the education piece in the community. Um, you know, solar energy is something that people really uh, love, uh, and yet they don't know that much about it. And so by us working in the community and holding events and raising awareness to our campaigns, uh, we're getting more people excited about solar and learning how to go solar themselves.
0: Oh, That's fantastic. So you've done three projects so
2: far. Is that right, Andres? That's correct. That's correct. Yeah, our, our first three projects have been here in the Bay Area. We did a 10 kilowatt installation for the Shaw Anderson Dance Center in Berkeley. And we've done a 22 kilowatt installation for the Kahila Community Synagogue in Oakland. And we just recently finished a 32 kilowatt installation for the Other Avenues Food Cooperative in San Francisco.
0: Okay. So for morons like me, give us a sense of what 32 kilowatts means. Put that in, help make that meaningful for us.
2: Sure. Yeah. That's uh, well, it's, it's a grocery store. um, So it's got a lot of refrigerators and freezers and uses a lot of power. um, And it's going to cover about a third of their electricity. Um, Essentially a a 32 kilowatts uh, would essentially cover, uh, let's say about, um, five people's homes. Um, so the average, you know, sort of home, it would cover about five people's homes. Um, uh, that project alone is going to reduce uh, uh, carbon by um, uh, by about a hundred a uh, hundred pounds. I'm sorry. Um, uh, it's I'm sorry. It's going to produce uh, 100. It's going to reduce carbon by the amount of if you were to plant 100 acres of trees. Okay.
1: Um,
2: so that's generally where that is.
0: That's great that's a, a, a really good uh, benchmark and measure so operationally the way this works is you crowdfund for the cost of the installation so who benefits from that is is the is your client where the product is being installed
2: what are they paying so so typically uh, you know our solar leasing model is is similar to a lot of solar leasing organizations in the industry Um and, and the way that that model works is, uh, and this is for a lot of residential customers and, and also big commercial customers, um, can, can access solar financing in this way. Essentially, through a solar lease, you can uh, essentially pay nothing up front. Um, you go solar for zero down, and you just start paying a monthly fee. Uh, now, that monthly fee is essentially replacing what you used to pay for electricity, um, except it happens to be 15% less than what you used to pay. So essentially for anybody who wants to go solar, uh, they can do it, pay nothing up front, and start saving money on their electric bill right away.
0: Yeah. So uh, what do you use the crowdfunded money for?
2: So the crowdfunded money goes to pay the uh, the solar installer for the, the installation. So uh, we've been partnering with a nonprofit solar installer here in the Bay Area called Sunwork Renewable Energy Projects. Uh, And they have a great model. They bring volunteers to the job and they train them in how to get on the roof and install solar so that they can um, sort of pursue careers in solar installations if they so choose. Uh, And essentially, we pay the upfront costs to SunWork. uh, And then uh, the community center pays us back over time for our investment in the project.
0: And then that those reinvested dollars can go into your general fund. And so you were saying that after you've done 200 under this model, you should be self-sustaining. Is that, do I understand correctly?
2: That's correct. That once we've had, I mean, even at this point, the revolving fund is already revolving. Um, So, you know, thousands of dollars from the first three projects will be continually going into the future projects. Um, But the 200 project mark is where we sort of Uh, would like to get to as soon as possible when we have 200 projects installed the revolving fund will generate enough revenue to build a new solar project every month without us needing to crowdfund another dollar
0: that's great of course by that time there'll be a lot of demand for your uh, services and you'll need to do more than one a month that's correct
2: that's correct and we're hoping that that happens as soon as possible Yeah.
0: So uh, how did you get started in this? What brought this about?
2: Sure. So, um, well, I've been working uh, in renewable energy. Uh, Really, I guess I got excited about renewables. I did my first sort of uh, solar energy research um, when I was a senior in college in 2005. Uh, When I finished, I got an internship um, at a renewable energy nonprofit in D.C., Uh, and uh, essentially that started me on the path. Um, Really, uh, this comes out of a sense of looking at the question of climate change and realizing that uh, we need to power our society with clean energy. Solar energy seems to be the uh, technology best suited to scale up uh, to meet that demand in the short time frame that we have. Um, And it also has so many other benefits. Right. So solar um, also, uh, you know, Provides economic benefits for the local communities where it is installed. It's saving money for people who are using it It's creating local jobs that can't be outsourced uh, and and so many uh, and and, and essentially also providing self uh, Reliance and resilience um, To uh, an aging electrical grid. So really solar is 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 a solution not only for climate change But also for so many of the community uh, and economic uh, Troubles that we face right now. So to me uh, once I sort of got uh, interested in solar, I, I've just kind of been focused on it ever since. Um, in terms of the Revolve model, uh, I'd been working in in renewables and, and the environmental movement for uh, for about uh, seven years or so at that point, uh, and essentially felt this sense of disempowerment. Uh, what you know could we really do to help drive progress for clean energy? Well, you know, many of us were involved in political organizing and uh, you know um, you know trying to push for the policy changes that we need, both at the federal level and at the international level. Uh, and what we saw was that that process was really um, stalling, uh, and it wasn't providing the, the solutions that we needed. And it felt uh, very disempowering to say, well, there's, what can I actually do to, to make a difference here? And so the idea behind crowdfunding uh, really uh, essentially lends itself to giving people that sense of uh, agency. I can take a simple action and have a powerful impact, That's not only serving one uh, solar project in this case, but it's actually being paid forward to serve multiple projects over time.
0: Yeah, that's great. Now, when you do a crowdfunding campaign, are most of the donors tied to the project you're doing, i.e. I'm thinking about uh, uh, maybe the synagogue or the community asset that you're fundraising
2: for? Um, Actually, no, Devin. That's actually one of the really uh, most exciting parts about our work is that Uh, So, so far we've done, as I mentioned, the three projects here in the Bay Area, and yet uh, the campaigns that we ran on Indiegogo to raise that money uh, raised over $120,000 from nearly 1,000 people. And, And here's the kicker is those people came from 38 states in the country and 22 countries around the world. So to me, that really shows us that people are supportive of this concept of a revolving fund for solar energy that serves the community uh, and they don't necessarily have to be tied to that community or even that uh, geographical location.
0: That it really is inspiring to think about that, that kind of generosity. What kind of rewards were you offering people? Were you selling solar panels cheap? What were you doing?
2: Um, You know, as part of the Indiegogo campaigns, uh, you know, perks is uh, typically something that that campaign uh, leaders will offer. Um, So we had some simple perks. A lot of them were just, you know, an email thank you um, or a a photograph of the solar installation. Um, But, uh, you know, some of the higher level donations received, you know, a copy of a book, um, you know, and different, you know, we had different books around solar and climate change. Um, uh, You know, we even offered... um, Uh, you know, some, some sort of uh, event uh, oriented gifts. Um, But, you know, actually we've come to find out through our surveys after the campaigns that actually most of the people give uh, not because of the perks that they actually, they're not really interested in the perks Um, they're really giving because they want to take action on clean energy uh, and and support the community.
0: That's really cool. That's really cool. And very inspiring. So I want to just talk for a few minutes about you personally, Andreas. Sure. You know, you you are really accomplishing some great things. And as you do that, you become a role model. People start to look up to you and and they say, um, you know, I want to do more. I want to be more like Andreas. Who are you looking to as a role model?
2: Thanks, Devin. Um, you know, I, over the years, uh, you know, have taken a lot of inspiration um, as so many have from uh, from dr martin luther king, um, you know to me uh, Dr. King was somebody who was completely dedicated to the cause, uh completely selfless, working out of a sense of of love and compassion um, for uh, for everybody and and really just a very um, goal oriented very uh audacious in his Uh, The challenge that was before him and essentially realizing that um, even though you know there was so much opposition to what he was doing and and even people that were sympathetic to the cause said well now is not the time and you really should you know wait Um, you know he acted in a way that was bold and said no you know we're not gonna wait now is the time we're gonna make this happen Um, and really was was you know sort of reaching upon his his sort of sense of conviction to really drive that and by doing so he inspired uh, you know an entire nation um, and also his pursuit of it which was uh, radical at the time uh, of, of using nonviolence and using essentially a way of reaching people where they were uh, and saying hey you know we uh, uh, sort of essentially let's look at this um, from a sense of compassion and he wasn't um, uh, you know yeah he essentially just just coming at it from from a sense of love and, and trying to reach Somebody where they were so that, that to me I, I really um, gained a lot of, of, of inspiration from him and, and his uh, sort of selfless dedication to the cause. Um, you know somebody else that I, I also really uh, uh, admire uh, now a contemporary would be Elon Musk. Uh, you know I think um, Elon Musk, uh, particularly his involvement in solar with solar city and uh, and Tesla with with clean with, with uh, electric cars uh, and also the batteries that they 're producing. Um, not to mention, you know, SpaceX and PayPal and everything else that he's done. Um, he's again just someone that's so tireless and so dedicated to solving these huge questions, and uh, and and again, you know, so audacious in his goals and not at all um, uh, listening to conventional wisdom that would tell him, you know, that what he's trying to do is impossible. So those are those are two people that I uh, reach out to for inspiration. Yeah, that's a
0: great. Great examples. I wonder. Um, if you have an opinion about, uh, you know, th- there's this great and brewing controversy. Is more and more uh, utilities, electric utilities, seem to be getting nervous about solar power, and they're they are in the perception of the solar fans like you and me. They 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 are punishing the solar people by imposing. Fees to access yes. the grid, yes. and uh, it's intriguing to me about that dynamic as the Tesla Power Wall comes into the marketplace. I guess next year uh, that may shift that game quite a bit uh, because people, for the first time, will be able to really safely go completely off the grid in many cases.
2: What? How do you assess that situation? Yeah, that's this, I mean, Devin, this is the, uh, you know, the million dollar question that everybody, uh, you know, in the solar industry and the utilities uh, and everyone else is asking right now. Um, And I think, you know, the way that I see it is that we are entering into, even without legislation uh, for climate change, for example, uh, we are entering into a radically uh, transformative period of our uh, energy system. So the way that we use cars, the way that we power our homes and businesses, uh, and the way that the utilities operate um, is is all going through a radical transformation, um, uh, partly, essentially because we're we're shifting to a uh, a technology-based energy infrastructure that uh, has so much room for innovation. So as the cost of solar panels continue to come down, uh, as the smart grid allows for um, homes and, uh, and then the utilities to be able to communicate to each other over uh, the electrical grid uh, as smart car, as, as, as electrical cars uh, and their batteries start to play into that as well. Um, we're looking at uh, technological elements that have never been a part of our grid before. Uh, so it really does require a whole new rethinking of, uh, of our energy infrastructure. And the way I see uh, that the, the issue you mentioned about the utilities is that right now. Uh, many of the utilities are uh fighting the the what what's known as the utility death spiral um, you know they're afraid that they're going to lose more and more customers to uh solar energy uh providers, uh, which is true, and that's happening um, uh, and so the question then is well okay uh, we're not going to you really can't stop that right the the cost of solar will continue to come down um, and more and more people will go solar that's a given uh so the question is Um, What role does the utilities play in the new energy infrastructure? And the way that I see it is that um, someone will still need to maintain the grid, uh, maintain the poles and the wires so that people can go solar. Yes, they'll have their uh, battery packs at home, um, which they'll be able to use, but they'll also be selling power back to the grid. And you do need uh, an an entity to manage all of that, um, manage that communication and make sure that the grid is still safe and reliable and up and running. Uh, and I imagine that the utilities uh, will uh, hopefully continue to shift more into that um, sort of managing the grid role uh, uh, as opposed to being the ones selling the power, um, at least uh, for you know for, for many of the homes and businesses that are going solar. So that's that's how I see it. Um, again, there's a lot of different uh, sort of variables that are still in in play, um, and we'll see how that all pans out. But there's certainly um, massive amounts of innovation happening right now, um, and and we'll see kind of how it goes.
0: All righty, well, I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Before you go, uh, Andreas, tell us how people can learn more about what you're doing and connect with you.
2: Sure, Um, so definitely go check out our website, uh, www.revolve.org. That's uh, spelled a little bit uh, uniquely. It's R-E hyphen V-O-L-V dot O-R-G. Uh, and then also you can uh, email me if you have any questions or want to get in touch at Andreas at revolve.org. Again, R-E hyphen V-O-L-V dot O-R-G. And, and Andreas is A-N-D-R-E-A-S.
0: Fantastic. Andreas, thank you very much for being with us. We wish you every success in the great work you're doing.
2: Thank you so much, Devin. Yep. Have a great day. Appreciate you right. having us. Let's do some good. Bye.
0: Mike Schwager promotes authors, nonprofits, and humanitarian organizations. He also writes speeches that inspire, and he helps prepare leaders for appearances on major national TV talk shows. Learn more at MediaMavens.com or TVTraining.tv. Call him at 954 423 4414.
1: Thank you for listening.